Thank you, choir. God bless you. Thank you so much. Amen, amen, amen. You may be seated in his presence. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Welcome to service tonight. For everyone that has joined us from all around the world, you are welcome. Let's put our hands together for our online viewers. Amen. Thank you for joining us tonight. Amen. Praise the Lord God of heaven. We believe that God will richly touch you where you are. Tonight, we're just going to, I'm just going to share a few thoughts and then we will pray. Amen. Um, I just want us to pray because uh, we are going into a great year. Uh, we are going into a very great year. Two nights ago, I had an overnight prayers and um, seeking God for direction. Like the Bible said, that Nehemiah sought the Lord and said, what is the right way to go? So um, the word told me, the Lord told me that next year is going to be a year of accelerated move of God. Accelerated, very serious acceleration. There is going to be so much acceleration in the move of God that the enemy will not be able to cope this time around. Can I hear an amen, somebody? The devil will not be able to cope with what God will do with you, what God will do for you, and God, what God will do through you. Where is your amen, church of God? So it's going to be an accelerated move of God in our lives. It's going to be a lot of rewarding that God will do for next year. Rewarding. Somebody say reward. For every labor you have put into the gospel, your reward is about to land on you. Uh, you don't sound like you mean it. Amen. Praise God. So please pray towards that word and let God arise and let your enemies be scattered. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Are you ready for the word tonight? Let's go to the book of 2 Kings chapter 7 and we'll read from verse 3. 2 Kings chapter 7 and from verse 3. I just want us to take a glimpse at the word of God and on the prophetic instructions that we need to begin to start acting now. We're going into holiday mood and many of us will be traveling. A lot has traveled. Uh, Lord has called me, prayed for them, and that uh, they are leaving, they going away. Um, but, you know, in a season like this, it's not the season to just lower your guard. It's not the season to just relax and forget that you are a Christian. Can somebody say amen? amen. This is a time that you need to just spend time with God as well. Spend time with God, take time with God, read your Bible. I know you'll be on holiday. Don't only think of the beach. Don't only think of swimming. Don't only think of uh, what else do you do on holiday. I don't even know what people do. Amen. I mean, I don't know. Like whatever you do, just don't forget you are a Christian. The time that you need to rest, yes. Please rest. Look at your neighbor say rest. Yeah. Amen. Um, yes, you are taking time off, but rest. Make sure you find a place to rest. Don't worry about situations. Don't worry about troubles. Don't worry about all that has happened this year. 
We know that this year for some people, uh, they are still recovering from the effect of COVID. For some people may have lost some loved ones. Some people may have gone through some major challenges in their life. For some people, the year was very good. And things happened so well for them. But in all that we do, all I'm saying to you is in this time, what do you do? Rest. Find a place to rest. You need to rest your body. Glory to God. I believe that one of the things plaguing us as Christians now is lack of rest. You know, my wife was telling me a story about Pastor Chris many years ago when he was always sick in hospital. I mean, and he kept, they kept carrying him to hospital, you know, in and out of hospital. And then one day he went and the doctor gave him a pill that would knock him out for days. And after he knocked him out, he rested, the sickness left. And then he continued with his routine. And the sickness came back. How many of you know that's not the devil? Hello. Hello. Are you here? Talk to me. I say that's not who? The devil. You need to rest. Take time to rest. Rest your body. Sleep well. Eat well. Amen. Hallelujah. Reduce your sugar intake. Glory to God. Oh, Jesus. I'm about to preach tonight. Aya. Reduce your sugar. Drink a lot of water. Some of you wake up tired. You sleep tired. What is your challenge? Drink water. Feel your, your body is 70% water. I wake before 6 a.m. I have drank almost five or six bottles of water. Because when I pray, I get, I get very thirsty when I pray. I take a lot of water. In fact, I can't sleep without a bottle of water by my side. It's impossible. Because I must get up to drink water. Drink water so you can stay healthy. When you are 51, you look like me. For some of you who are not there, glory to God. I mean, you are 30, you already, you look like me already. No, 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 there is a challenge, amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Take time to rest and seek God. Seek God. Seek God. We are getting into a new year. This is the time to start seeking God for direction for next year. Am I talking to somebody? I know I haven't started preaching, but I just needed to give us this direction. That you please spend time with God for next year. To know, Lord, what does next year hold for me? What does next year hold for my business? What does it hold for my career? What do I need to do? For some of you, many of the things you were praying for this year came, but you didn't identify them. It's now time to begin to pray for the spirit of discernment. Your prayers were answered, but you didn't know it was prayer answered because they didn't look like your prayer. Am I talking to somebody? Many times when our prayers are answered, we don't... It, it takes discernment for you to know that this is answered prayer. This thing I'm praying for, this, when God brought the answer, I was able to know that this was the answer. This was the answer. I, I you know, I have seen people in this church miss God. And there is nothing I can, because there are some things I just hold myself to allow you to Learn by fire. Amen, somebody. <laughs> you know, years ago, I had one of my daughters, not years ago, about two years ago or so, 
Four brothers were approaching her. <laughs> and she was doing guy. You know how in Nigeria we say you are blowing guy. That means <laughs> you, are, you are feeling yourself. Abashahaya. She's no longer in church because now she's still not married. The answers came. But the people didn't look like the answer. And it's amazing that one of the brothers is doing so well. Now he's married to another woman, Ayasha. And they are doing very well, extremely well. Lady, you carry favor. Stop looking for a blessed man. Uh, okay. I'm, uh, I'm uh, I... You're going to make me talk tonight. Stop looking for somebody who is already made. You carry favor in your life. When you get into a man's life, things can change. Can I hear an amen, somebody? That's for those of you who desire to marry, to settle down. Pray for the spirit of discernment. Next year, we have to be very discerning because of the accelerated move of God. You know, the Bible says that things are going to be happening so fast that your head will swim. And, and church, that, you see that word, that word has been ringing in my spirit since a week ago. Things are going to be happening so rapidly that if you want to live by your head, you may miss God. You may miss God. So you have to learn the act of discernment. The ability to discern what the season holds, what the times are speaking, what do I need to do? Like the children of Israel that knew what Israel ought to do. And the Bible says that their brethren were subject to them. They were at their mercy. So please begin to pray now for the spirit of discernment. Lord, help me, help me, help me to discern between good and evil. Between my blessing and a curse. That not everything that glitters is gold. Say amen, somebody. Well, let me get into my teaching so that we can pray. Did you get that, that nugget I just gave you now? Please take, take that home. Take it with you. Work on them. Start preparing for next year. At, at, by this time next year, when I look at myself, I won't be able to recognize myself. Can I hear an amen, somebody? That's a prophetic word for somebody. That by this time next year, you look at yourself, you won't be able to recognize yourself. Because of what God would have done with you, through you, and for you. Can somebody say amen to that? Alright, 2 Kings chapter 7 and verse 3. The Bible says, And there were four leprous men at the entry of the gate. Entry in of the, entering in of the gate. And they said to one another, why sit we here? Look at your neighbor, ask them that question. Why sit we here? Look on the other side, repeat the same question. Why sit we here until we die? Next verse. If we say we will enter into the city, then the famine is in the city and we shall die there. And if we shall sit here, we shall we die also. Now, therefore, look at your neighbor, say, therefore, come and let us fall into the host of the Syrians. Kalabasha. If they save us alive, we shall live. If they kill us, 
we shall both die. That any which way, <laughs> any which way, there is death glooming and there is life glooming. It depends on the choice we make. Okay, let me keep reading. Uh, next verse. Next verse. And they rose up in the twilight and go up unto the camp of the Syrians. And when they were come unto the utmost part of the camp, behold, there was no man. Keep going. And for the Lord had made the host of the Syrians to hear the, a noise of chariots, number one. Noise of horses, number two. Noise of a great host. Three dimension of noise that your enemy will hear as you enter 2023. Can somebody say amen to that? He said, and they said to one another, Lo, the king of Israel has hired, this is the enemy speaking to themselves. And said, the king of Israel had hired against us kings of the Hittite and kings of the Egyptians to come up on us. Next verse. Wherefore, they rose and fled in the twilight and left their tents and their horses and their asses and even the camp as it was and fled. For what? For their lives. And when these lepers came to the utmost part of the camp, they went into one tent and did eat and drink and carried then silver and gold. Somebody said, that is my portion. Oh, you shall be carrying silver and gold. And the Bible says, and raiment, and they went and hid it and came in and entered into another tent and carried thence also and went and hid it. Next verse. And they said one to another, we do not well. This day is a day of good tidings. That shall be somebody's testimony today. It's a day of good tidings and we hold, if we, and we hold our peace. If we tarry till the morning light, some mischief will come upon us. Now therefore come that we may go and tell the king's household. So they came and called unto the porter of the city and they told them saying, We came to the camp of the Syrians and behold, there was no man there. Neither voice of man, but horses tied and asses tied and the tents as they were. Next verse. And they called unto the they called the porter and they told it to the king's house within. Next verse. And the king rose in the night and said unto his servant, I will now show you what the Syrians have done to us. And they showed that they they should they know that we be hungry. Therefore, are they gone out of the camp to hide themselves in the field? Look at the king. Hmm. Saying, when they come out of the city, we shall catch them alive and get into the city. Next verse. And one of the servants answered and said, let some take, I pray thee, five of the horses that remain, which are left in the city. Behold, they are as all multitudes of Israel that are left in it. Behold, I say, they are even as all the multitude of Israelites that are consumed. And let us send, let us send and see. Next verse. They took therefore two chariot horses, and the king sent after the host of the Syrians, saying, Go and see. Look at your neighbor, say, Go and see. And they went after them unto Jordan, and lo, all the way full of garment and vessels which Syrians the Syrians had cast away in their haste, and the messengers returned and told the king. Next verse. 
And the people went out and spoiled the tent of the Syrians. The last statement says, So a measure of fine flour was sold for a shekel, and two measures of barley for a shekel. According to what? According to what? According to what? The word of the Lord. Father, bless the ministration of your word. Somebody say amen. Um, if you study the Bible, if you are a student of the Bible, you will know that there are three major parts uh, to the scriptures. Um, you know, three dimensions to scriptures or three major parts to the scripture. Number one is the promises of God. The promises that is uh, God's promise to mankind or to you and I. They are all documented in his word, his promise. That is his commitment to us, his boundary of commitment. What God said, this is the boundary to which I can do for you as mankind. Uh, it's in the Bible, the promises of God. Somebody say, in the Bible is the promises of God to me. So when you read the Bible, there are promises that God makes to you. Say amen, somebody. They are promises. He makes you promises, certain promises that he will give his angels charge over you. Uh, today, every one of us have angels that are in charge of us. Ah, your amen, your amen. And so there are promises. And then the second thing you will notice in the word of God is principles. Somebody say principles. Principles are God's ways of operation. He's uh, like they call it in the, I don't know which language it is, the modus operandi, his way of operation, his methods. Jesus came and said, I am the way. Somebody say he is the way. Uh, so so he, you ought to understand God's ways and God's principles that one of the ways that you will live a victorious life on the earth is through principles. That if you live by principles, they're literally nothing much the enemy can do with you. That if you live by godly principles, the enemy is limited, so limited when it concerns you. Can I hear an amen, somebody? And that's why you need to know his ways. He says, my ways are higher than what? Your ways. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. Can I hear an amen? And then he now went ahead to say that as the rain cometh down from heaven and, and falleth on the earth and goeth not back thither, he says, so shall my word be. So he was saying that that his ways is what? His word. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please and prosper whereunto I have sent it. That's Isaiah 55 and verse 9 to 10. So, so church, you must know that in this scripture is God's principles. It is called the mysteries of the kingdom. Somebody say the mysteries. The mysteries of the kingdom. He said, unto you is being given to know what? The mysteries of the kingdom. He said, but unto them that are out there, these things are all spoken in parables. You need to know God's ways. When a man knows God's ways, you begin to please the Lord. The Bible says, when a man's ways pleases the Lord, he maketh even his enemies to be at peace with him. You need to know God's ways. God's ways, his methods, his ways of doing things. 
what are my what is my commitment to God it is obeying principles and then the third thing you'll find in scripture is prophecies prophecies the Bible says I think is in first Peter 1 19 or second Peter 1 19 that we have a more sure word of prophecy we have a more what a more sure, in fact give me that scripture give me that scripture I think is it first Peter Oh, there you go, 2 Peter 1, 19. He said, for we also, uh, we also, we have also a more sure word of prophecy. Where unto you do where to take heed. Somebody say, take heed. You need to take heed of prophecies. He said, as unto light that shineth in a dark place until the day dawn and the day star arises in your heart. We have a more sure word of prophecy. In this book, contain prophecy. That means speaking about you and your future. Can I hear an amen? When Jesus was born, you will always hear that this might be fulfilled as was written by the prophet Isaiah. Isaiah prophesied about everything that Jesus went through for almost 400 years before he was born. That it might be written, that it might be fulfilled, that which was spoken by Jeremiah. That means you and I are supposed to find ourselves in the pages of this Bible. Am I talking to somebody? When you look in this Bible, you will discover you have the grace of Elijah. Some of you have the grace of Moses. Some of you are deliverers. Some of you, God has sent you to this generation to set apart a people that will shine forth in the midst of darkness. Am I talking to somebody? So you need to see yourself in the pages of the Bible. See yourself in the pages of the Bible. As you read this Bible, you will know where you belong. You will know where you belong. I know I carry the anointing of Moses as a deliverer. Amen, somebody. I carry the mantle of Moses. In fact, when Jesus appeared to me, he appeared to me in a burning bush. Amen, somebody. I, that is, I carry the grace of a deliverer. A deliverer. And it's for a generation. So a generation. So you need to find yourself in the pages of the Bible. When you see yourself, some of you see yourself as poor. You read the Bible, you will see yourself as an Elijah, an Elisha. You will see yourself as a John the Baptist. You must find yourself in the pages of this book. Am I talking to believers? So the story we read now, it's about a principle that I need us to begin to take for next year. Especially as we begin to wrap up this year and get into next year. The title of my message is Forceful Advancement. Forceful Advancement. Somebody say Forceful Advancement. Look at your neighbor say Advance Forcefully. The Bible tells us that in Matthew chapter 11 and verse 11 to 12 that the kingdom of heaven suffered what? Violence. He said from the days of John the Baptist up until when? Up until when? Now. The kingdom of heaven suffered what? Violence. And only the violent take it by force. Only. It's amazing that many of us have relaxed. We have begun to play very defensive game. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't even watch any of the match in this World Cup. I just didn't have time at all. Uh, to watch any of the match I, and I'm, I'm surprised at myself me that used to be a, a soccer addict in fact Chooks my brother lost his voice on the day they played final God decided to pun I told him it was God's punishment 
He lost his voice for a few days because they were all screaming. We were in a restaurant uh, somewhere in Ten and Tenda in uh, Basonia with uh, my son, Pastor KG and uh, Bishop John C.W. And, and his family. And people were just screaming up and down. People were, someone wanted to shoot the TV. Some were kicking the table. I mean, are we together? Uh, because of soccer. But you see, in, the, in soccer games, if you want to win a match and you are playing defense only, you will lose the match. Oh, no, amen. At least from the little I know of soccer, if you are just there to defend, you will lose the match. And one of the, one of the disadvantages that I, I believe that um, the, the French team had was that after, I think they had scored two goals first. I'm not sure what happened. They, I know one was winning with two goals and then the other one equalized and then won the game. Uh, because, you know, most times after we have scored a goal or two, we now stop advancing and begin to play defense. And that's where our downfall comes. That you need to begin to all the time, you must keep advancing. And not just advance, you must advance forcefully. That means you will see a brick wall go through the wall. Am I talking to somebody? The children of Israel were standing before the Red Sea and Pharaoh and his gang behind them. And, and, behind them. and the Bible said they cried unto Moses. And Moses then went to God and cried unto God. You know what God said to Moses? Why criest thou unto me? Tell the children of Israel that they do what? Go forward. Look at your neighbor say, go forward. Oh yeah, go past that pain. Go past that thing you have been through. Go past that hurt. Go past the man that dumped you. Go past the job you lost. Go past the money you lost. Go, go past the house that was repossessed. Go past the car that was... Go past all the bad things that happened. Go past them and go forward. Can I hear an amen, somebody? Go forward. Go forward. So the Bible talks about this four men. That were leprous already that is a major disadvantage for men that were leprous now prior to this the man of god elisha had prophesied that a a a, a barley of bread um of meal shall be sold for a shekel and two barleys of wheat will be fine flour will be sold for, sold for uh, a shekel at the gate of samaria this was the prophecy that had gone forth and the bible says that in the midst of this four men somebody say four men you will be among those four men in this year i say you you are counted among those four men in this year the bible says four men looked at themselves and say why sit we here till we die why are we stagnant why are we not going forward sometimes you need to ask yourself a question why am i in this same situation some of, this is the time now, between now and 31st, is the time to do some introspect and ask yourself questions. Why am I where I am today? Why haven't I accomplished that which God have ordained for me? In the beginning of this year, I saw certain things in the spirit happening in my life. Why didn't they happen? Why sit we here till we die? Why are we just sitting and waiting for things to happen and not make things happen? The Bible said they asked themselves this question and said, listen, if we go into the city, 
and they paradventure spare us, we will leave. Because we don't have food anyway where we are. We will die of hunger. But if we go to the city, maybe they will give us food and spare our lives. But anyhow, if they kill us, we will still die. Because where we are now, there is, it is evident that we will die here. Can I hear an amen, somebody? And then the Bible says, they rose up at twilight. What amused me is that four leprous men, these people, leprosy have, you know, leprosy eats your bones, eats your flesh and bone. They, they, they probably were crawling. The Bible didn't tell us their state. They probably were crawling, but I mean, church, you cannot have leprosy and be running and be walking like a healthy person. The Bible said that they left this place and begin to walk into the enemy's camp. The Syrians were enemies of Israel. Because now the Bible said that when the king heard that the Syrians had fled, they, you know what the king of Israel said? He said, Paradventure, the Syrians have gone to hide so that when we come out, they will hijack us and kill us. They were enemies. Four leprous men advanced to the enemy's camp, and healthy people were playing it safe. Ah, oh, shall God Almighty, God help us. The Bible said they rose up at twilight and began to walk towards the enemy's camp. Shayaha. And the Bible says, as they walked towards the enemy's camp, God looked down from heaven and saw four men that were forcefully advancing. They, hey, Jesus, they didn't care. Listen to me. The Bible said they lost not their life unto the death. One of the things when the Bible was talking about that, you know, uh, we have victory through the blood of Jesus. And the Bible says that they love not their life unto the death. That means their life was not a matter. You must get to a point where your life is not a... All these men, I'm trying to keep... I say, he that keepeth his life shall do what? Lose it. The one that wants to lose his life will keep it. You are too safe. Look at your neighbor and say, don't be safe. Don't be too safe. No, don't be too safe. You need to let go. You need to release yourself. If I perish, let me what? Perish. Let go. Some of you have great ideas. Fear is keeping you where you are. God has given you terrific visions. Vision that will save a generation. But yet, you are sitting and you need to ask yourself that question. Why sit I here till I die? Why do I sit here? I came tonight to challenge somebody tonight. You must rise up from where you are. You need to rise up and head towards the enemy's camp. I refuse to stay where I am and manage life. I am going into the enemy's camp. I am taking what belongs to me. Everything the devil stole from you is recovered today. Can I hear an amen, somebody? You are rising to the enemy's camp. Go fast, move fast, forceful into the enemy's camp. God looked down from the corridors of heaven. And so four men heading towards their enemy's camp. Ah! God said, hey, no. Just the faith to arise and go towards the enemy's camp. I need to do something for these people. 
I have to do something. I can't let them just take this faith, step of faith for nothing. And the Bible says, God from the corridors of heaven, the Lord made the Syrian army to hear the noise of chariots, of horses, and of a great army. Oh, Jesus. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Am I talking to somebody? God made them, not, not a human being. God made them to hear noises. Your enemy will hear your noise. As you are approaching 2023, your enemy will hear your noise. They, your enemy will hear the noise of your job. It will hear the noise of your business. It will hear the noise of your finances. It will hear the noise of your marriage. Can I hear an amen, somebody? Ah. They went towards the camp of the enemy. And the Bible says, the Syrians gathered themselves together and said, Ha! The king of Israel has hired two other kings to come and fight us. And the Bible said they hasted and left everything. Left food, left clothes, left silver. Because four people decided to forcefully advance. Church, you don't know what God does when you are seeing a brick wall and you are heading towards it. The problem is, we look at the wall and we say it's impossible. But let me tell you, your God can see your faith. Ah, He said when he saw their faith, it was Jesus' experience that told us that faith can be seen. That four men carried their brother through the roof when they couldn't enter through the door. When Jesus had a seminar or Jesus had a conference and the whole place was jammed. And the Bible said they end, ended up in the roof, opened the roof and let down their friend. The Bible said when Jesus saw their faith, he said, my friend, take up your bed and get out of here. Somebody is getting out of his challenge today. You are getting out of that bed that has carried you for months, for years, for decades. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are getting out of that trouble. When he saw their faith, church, you need to forcefully advance. This is a kingdom of violent people. People that are not ready to take no for an answer. They are saying no to you, you keep coming back. The devil says you can't go through, but you keep coming through the same door. You look at the door and say, door, I have Jesus with me. I will not turn back for whatsoever in the name of Jesus. Am I talking to somebody today? I pray that I will be able to reach out to you as you prepare for 2023. It's time to forcefully advance. You all know the story of this ministry. Everywhere, everything you see here today, we forcefully got it. Forceful. That is for, not, not, not jokes. We forcefully got it. Forcefully. Everything. When they say there is no way, that is where I'm going. Imagine if I keep giving up. Church, Pastor Colin had his concert and they hired some all this equipment and came here. Did, that was when the stage was done. And then the man finished. He said, listen, um, I said, I said, listen, you need to leave this equipment. I love the sound better than what we have. <laughs> My uh, colleague said to me, listen, dad, it's impossible. It's what? What is it? Impossible. I said, son, there is nothing impossible. I went to the guy sitting at the back, a white guy, and I said to him, listen, I like what I see and I like what I hear. 
And every one equipment you brought here is not going back with you. He, say he's, he himself said it's impossible. I said there is nothing impossible. <laughs> uh, the guy opened his iPad. I will never forget it. He opened his iPad, showed me the, one of these speakers. It was, it was 66,000. One of these monitors. Each one was 66,000. He started showing me the price. That rack, that rack up there. He mentioned the price. Everything was about one point something million. He said, I cannot leave this. This is, this, is my, this is how I feed my family. I rent these things out and I make a lot of money. I mean, Colin paid close to 250000 to that guy to rent these things. <laughs> I sat down. I said, these things are not going from here. As he's saying it's impossible, I said they are not leaving. Are they not here now? This is how many years later? This is almost five years or four years later. The things are here. As he's saying it's not possible, I say it's possible. I say, listen, um, we've, got, uh, we've got some deposit we can give you now. <laughs> now, we didn't even have the millions he's calling. That's the amazing, that's the joker of all. We didn't have the money he's calling. As I've got some deposit now, I can pay into your account. Give me your banking details. I'll wire it. You can always get these things. You know where you get them. The guy began to consider. You, you must keep talking. Keep, look at your neighbor. Say, keep talking. Don't stop. I was rapping in his ears. I didn't stop talking. I made him realize what the deposit can do to his destiny. And that this is a church. Anything you do for this church, you are. I said to him, your business will take a new turn. Whatever you, I began to preach. By the time I finished with the guy, the guy said, okay, transfer the money. I transferred it right there at the back. Transfer the little that was in the church account after the transfer. So I said to Colin, I said, we have bought it. He said, bought what? He said that, no, it's impossible. Colin walked to him. He said, the guy said, no, he has, he has paid deposit. And there you are. There you are. Am I talking to somebody? You must keep... Stop. Stop, stop thinking impossible. Who told you it's impossible? Who told you it's impossible? How? When I, church, when I told many of my friends that my wife belongs to Christ Embassy, <laughs> they said, bro, in fact, one of my friends used to pastor Rambeck many years ago. He's left Pastor Gift. He could be watching now. When I told him that I met a woman from Christ Embassy, ah, he said, my brother, you have met the rock of Gibraltar. It's just, he said, they don't let them go. I say, is that so? Not this boy. Even her herself is telling me it's not possible. It's not possible. Church, it is when you say it's not possible, I keep going. I keep going. So I just, I just said, okay, fine. You say it's impossible. I said, I made up my mind. I will confuse you first. And once I confuse you, the rest is history. She didn't know when she was calling her spiritual mother. Mommy, I don't know. I don't even know where I am. Before I know it, I might be married and I won't know how I got married. My friend, you don't understand. What is your challenge? My friend, tell you, look at your neighbor, say anything is possible. Oh yeah. What do you mean impossible? How can you say impossible? Impossible where? 
Yesterday, we went to visit uh, her elder sister. It was her daughter's birthday. So they were saying to her that, look, before you marry any man, bring the man to us. We need to assess him and find out if he's right, if he's this. Before they could even get to that stage, I was already married. They were saying it yesterday. We didn't have the opportunity to look at Apostle Felix, assess him, and find out whether he qualifies or not. I was too quick. Oh boy, man, church. Look at your neighbor, say forceful advancement. I'm telling you, man. Some of you are too. When you see us have testimonies, it's not because it was easy. No, we met the same problems you met. We met the same Goliath. We met the same war. We met the same challenges. But we decided that in spite of these challenges, I will go forward. I'm not going to go back. I refuse to go back. No. I turned back for no man. The day I met Pastor Osi, the, 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 the woman that used to, well, her spiritual mother then that, you know, used to pastor her. You know what she said in front of her? She said, are you the one that brought this man that is harassing all of us? What did I do to them? I heard it from her direct. He was saying to her in front of me, I will harass your destiny until you give up. My friend, what is your challenge? You brought us this man. These were his exact words. You brought us this man that is harassing all of us. Who didn't I harass? I was looking for Pastor Chris's number. He was lucky I didn't get it on time. If I got it, when I called that man, he himself, he'll be like, ah, no, who is this dude? <laughs> In fact, first and foremost, when I called the pastor, I don't know why I'm telling this story. Somebody is about to get a husband or a wife. I tell you. You know, <laughs> when I called the pastor, the pastors the, the, uh, that is in charge of their zone, so I spoke to that guy for about 10 minutes. It was just two days after I met her. I called the pastor. I said, listen, I'm so-and-so. And, -so. and um, I met somebody and the Lord had told me that that's my wife. And um, I want to date her, and, but I don't want to do that behind your back. I want to make sure that I'm open. The book is open. Everybody knows what I'm doing. The guy said, go ahead. When I told her that the pastor gave me permission, he said, how? Then she now called Pastor Jose and said, Pastor Jose, he has spoken to Pastor Eria. What's his name? Isaiah Welt. Is it Eria Welt or something like that? Pastor Welt. That I have spoken to him and he gave permission. Pastor Jose asked how. You can't talk to me and not about. By the time I finish with the man in five minutes, he said, you can go ahead. They were shocked that she, she was shocked that the man said, go ahead. It was after, because after the man said, go ahead, I kept calling that man. He never answered my call again till I married. <laughs> Meaning that it was after he gave me go ahead, he realized what he did. <laughs> oh, am I talking to a believer? It was after he said, go ahead. Now, when he came, when the Bible says he came to himself. And said, what did I just do? I released this girl to go ahead and date a man outside of Christ's embassy. Now, he never answered because he didn't know how to fix that problem. Then I now went over him and then went to the, straight to the top. 
And there she is now, Mrs. Oko. Hallelujah. Glory to God. <laughs> ah, Jesu. I'm talking to somebody here today. Look at your neighbor. Say it's time to advance. Ah, you, you, are, you are too weak. Oh, man. You need to advance, man. You need to advance. Some of my son, I can't understand how you say you spoke to a woman and the woman is not agreeing your own. What? Is not agreeing. How? 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 Sit down, blasting the Holy Ghost. When you go to her as you are speaking, your voice is like the voice of many waters. Asha, am I talking to somebody? Oh boy, you're making me leave my message. The Bible said these four men decided that we are going to forcefully advance. Do you know what it means to for four leprous men? These men were Israelis. They're not from Syria. They know that Israel and Syria are fighting. And they decided. The, the Israel who had legs, who were not leprous, are sitting and playing it safe. And the guys who don't have legs and hands say, we must go forward. And God looked at them and said, because of this decision, I will allow them to be the ones that will bring this prophecy to pass. There you go. Reminds me of the story of David. Same thing as we pray. Look at, if you look at the story of David, 1 Samuel 17 and verse, verse 42. Give me verse 42. Let me see what he says. I didn't plan for that, but let me just share light on it. Get some light from there. And when the Philistines looked and saw David, he, what did he do to David? He disdained. Somebody say he despised. He disdained him for he was but what? A youth and ruddy and a, a, fair, a fair countenance. Look at verse 46. Let me see if it's verse 46. Go to verse 46. Quickly. This day will I... Yes, there you go. So go back to verse 45. Verse 45. Then said David to the Philistines, Thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield. But I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou defy. I'm not coming in my name. I'm not coming in my qualification. I'm not calling him, coming in my degree. I'm not coming in because I'm cute, I'm handsome, I dress well. No, I come in the name of the Lord. Somebody get my glasses. I come in the name of the Lord, of the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou defy. Thank you, sir church you some of you need to you need to understand who is behind you who is backing you do you know who is who is backing you the god the creator of heaven and earth the bible said the one that can that that is in unapproachable light unapproachable light i did i did uh, a study of the moon sorry the sun and the heat. In fact, let me do. Let me let me show you something. There was a study I did one time. I have it in my Bible somewhere. Let me just because I had to write it down somewhere where at any time I feel like I feel like the enemy wants to make me discouraged. I go through this. Now, church, the sun is God's illustration of human of to humans of unapproaching light. It is a self-generating plasma. Now, church, 
Watch this. I'm talking about the sun. This is the sun. Okay? The sun is located 93 million miles away from the earth. If you were to take an airplane to fly to the sun, if the plane is flying at 600 miles per hour, it would take you 17 years to get to the sun. How many years? I flew from New York to Johannesburg for 16 hours and 5 minutes. From New York to Johannesburg. Now, church. Now, the Bible says that it would take you 17 years. Now, don't the Bible. This is the, the, what's it called? the research that was done. It would take 17 years. Now, they said if you drive, it would take you 200 years to get from the earth to the sun. The sun is so powerful that it heats up the earth 93 million miles away. Now, church, listen. You see where the sun, the sun that you see is 93 million miles. How many million? Not 93 kilometers. 93 million miles away from the earth. Yet, the heat is given to the earth. Church, God created the same sun. I, I just want you to know who is backing you. If you, if you know, there is a way that you know God, eh? I tell you, you fear will live your life forever. Fear. That is, you will never know what is fear again. You will, you will cease to be afraid. When the Bible says, greater is he. You know, we sing this song, you are big, 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 big. Large, 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 great. You are a great God. Many of all of them that were here singing don't even have a clue what they are saying. If you know who is backing you. So when some of us do some things and are dead devils, we talk the way we talk. It's because we know. We know who is behind us. That is, God can so magnify you. Let me tell you, church, God can cause presidents to hear the sound of noise of chariots because of you. You know, many years ago, I've told you this story. I was in my office then. I was running Kengo Properties. And four gentlemen walked into my office and said to me, uh, you know, we got tender from the government the tender was 998 million. And they sat down in my office and they said, we want you to finance it for us. I, I told them, let me pray about it and then we will talk. But you know, when they left, I sat down. I looked at myself in the mirror. I said, so Lord, you have so magnified me. That somebody thinks I have now, church. If I have to finance your project for 998 million, that means that's not the only money I have. So these people really believe that I was a billionaire. Church, you don't know. God will magnify your noise. 
in 2023, God will make your, everything you do will become so noisy to the enemy. I'm telling you. you. They will be hearing things that when you yourself, you won't even know that you are like that in the realm of the spirit. They'll be hearing noises of you. I'm telling you. When people say the things they say about our ministry, I, I even me myself, I get shocked. Because it's not what I see, they see. Because God can magnify your steps. Ah, your amen. I say God can magnify your finances. God can magnify your job. That is people will see you and what they are seeing is different from what you are seeing. Am I talking to believers? David said, you come to me with spear, with sword, and with a shield. But I come. <laughs> I come in the name. I said, I come in the name. I said, I come in the name of the Lord of hosts. Next verse. Next one. Give me the next verse. This day, the Lord who who? Who? Look, church, there is no way you can brag about God like this that God won't even show up. Like, I mean, church, hello, this guy is 17. Please, uh, just calm down. Felix, calm down, calm down. This guy is what? Who's a 17-year-old boy here? 17-year-old teenager. Anybody who is 17? 17. Now I'm looking for a boy, a young man who's 17. Any 17-year-old boy here? Okay, there's none. All right. Uh, I wanted to illustrate that to you. Now, church, this is a 17-year-old boy talking to a Goliath who the whole army of Israel is shivering when they see this man. But he is talking to this man as though he, he's got ammunition, he's got weapons, he's got, I mean, the man is, he's bragging. And the bragging that he's bragging is the Lord. The Lord. Can you imagine? That, that's like waking up and you are, you are probably, let's say, an administrator in your office. Earning about 15,000 rents. And then the office of the CEO comes up. <laughs> and then you take your matric, of which you only pass three subjects. <laughs> Let's start from there. <laughs> you pass three subjects. And then you have the order. You see, church, look, this is, you know, when I tell the stories, it, it might be a laughing matter, but that's, if you look, if you interpret David's situation, that's exactly how it is. Take your matrix certificate, you go place your CV that you want to be the CEO of the company. And, I mean, and you wake up in the morning, as you submit the CV, you tell yourself, the Lord will give me this job. Like, you are not even shaking, you are not pet up, you, you are not worried, like, you, 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 just, you just know that the Lord the Lord. Somebody say the Lord. The Lord will give you things in 2023 that will shock you. Can I hear an amen somebody? That the Lord. 
Oh boy. Say, the Lord will deliver thee into my hand. And I will smite thee and take thy head from thee. And I will give thee the carcass of the host of the Philistine this day unto the fowls of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth that all the earth may know that there is a God in house of treasures. Hmm. That there is a God. We are not just here to play games. We serve a God. We serve the creator of heaven and earth. We serve the possessor of the universe. We serve the almighty God. Say that the whole earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Look at the next verse. All the assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with sword nor spear. He does not save with physical things. I beg you, stop relying on your beauty. So many of you ladies, that's why you are not married. You think you are beautiful. Oh, okay, let me, I, did I offend somebody? No, my friend, get rid of yourself. Listen, I know many pretty girls. In fact, most of the slave queens on Instagram are all single. But you see, women that are married, they are just... I'm telling you, it's amazing. I'm, it's amazing. Pretty girls can't keep husbands, can't keep a home. I'm not saying it's wrong to be pretty. Being pretty is a gift, I believe. Amen, somebody? I believe it's a gift. It's a gift that you can. But you see, do not depend on that. That's what I'm saying. Don't wake up in the morning and look in the mirror and say, I'm beautiful. I'm supposed to be married. Una manga. He's a liar. I'm telling you. The Lord. Somebody say the Lord. Say, all the assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with sword or spear. He doesn't. He doesn't. If there had to be a man to pastor a church like this, not Apostle Felix. You know, that's why many of my friends think that I have a tree that gives me money. Because for them, I don't look like somebody that should have a mega church. Oh, look at that guy. Look at him. Dressed Gucci from head to toe. My friend, that's your business. I like it. If you are offended, that's your problem. I hardly wear any other brand. That's, uh, that's all I wear. So my sons know I like it. One of my sons took me one day to Gucci and said, hey, take in, anything you take here, I will pay. Just take. Take. Amen, somebody. Church, listen. The Lord saveth not by sword. He saveth. Please, I beg you, humble yourself. Come down from your high horses. The Lord does not save by certificate. The Lord does not save by all the things, all the armories that you think you have in the physical. Sometimes let go of those things and say, Father, here I am. Help me, Lord. Help me. One of my daughters came to see me and I said to her, I said, you know, do you know that every time I still, I mean, you know how many times I preach in a week? I preach all the time. And yet, I said, you know, every time I want to come to this altar, I was telling her just before service, I said, I said to God, Lord, help me. Give me utterance, Lord. Help me to speak. It's not that I can't come here, I don't have something to say. But look, I go before God knowing when I stand here, I'm helpless. I'm helpless. Lord, give me something to say to your people. Please. Please. But you see, I can't come here, I'm Apostle Felix. 
As soon as I open my mouth, anything will happen. No, God will look at you, look at this stupid boy. Amen, somebody. You must always go down to seek his help. To seek his face. Am I talking to somebody? That the Lord saveth not by spirit, not by sword. Thank God for doctors. But there are times when God overrules what doctors have said. There are times when God overrules what your, 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 your parents have said. The things they thought of you. They thought you would not amount to anything. It's amazing that most of the people that become light in families are people they thought will never become the light. They were people that were written off. They were people that were ignored or ostracized. I mean, this same David, this same David was thrown away to the backside of the desert. Just left there. Him and God. That was where he built his confidence. That's why, church, if you, have gone, if you are going through the desert, don't waste it. You heard uh, Bishop John C.W. He said, wilderness is a place to train character. For God to train you to have character. Because you see, everything you say, the power of everything you say that comes out from your mouth is basically sitting or waited on, the, on your wilderness experience. That means that how anointed you are, how powerful you are, is not because you were going through promised land. It is because of the wilderness experience you go through. David said, God made me in the furnace of what? Affliction. The furnace of affliction. That's where God makes men. God makes men in the furnace of affliction. That's why, listen, church, let me talk to parents. I, I know some parents say, look, listen, you know, I'm, I'm doing well. I won't allow my children to suffer. I won't allow my children. No. Allow your children to go through some things. Uh, you didn't say amen. amen. I know you've hired maids for them. That's why today we have ladies who are married and they can't make bed. Because all their life, maids have been making their bed. They can't make bed. One of my friends got married. I told you this story. Married years ago and took his wife home. In the morning, she fried, she fried uh, fish and chips. In the afternoon, she fried fish and something else. In the evening, another fish and some uh, fries and some. Woman, don't you know how to make any other? She can only fry. That's all she could do. Amen, somebody. Teach your children. Let them come into the kitchen. Let them cut vegetables at 10, at 11, at 12. There are some 16-year-old girls now, 17, here in the service, don't know how to cook. You already, you are, you, you are your challenge. It will be wickedness for God to give a man to you. It will be, it will be what of God? We, God will be wicked to hand a man to you, especially if he's like me that like food. Ah, Okparisha. Hmm. It's yeah, the scripture shall be fulfilled. It is finished. That's it. <laughs> Before the marriage started, it is what? Uh -huh. Church, there is, there is something suffering does to you. I'm telling you. I've told you guys here, I said, I don't have challenges. Me, I'm challenges. That I'm what? 
I'm telling you, every, every, there is one fight or the other. One fight or the other. I just wake up, fight begins. Either somebody is calling, some lawsuit, some this, some investigation, some, I mean, just fight. The enemy is fighting every day. Doesn't want to let you rest. But you have to keep moving. Look at your neighbor, say, forcefully advance. Look at the next verse. Let me tie this thing up so we can pray. Next verse. Oh, Jesus. And it came to pass. Somebody say it came to pass. When the Philistine arose and came and drew near to meet David. What did David do? The Philistines arose to come closer to David. David rushed. He didn't say, uh, let me prepare. No. He ran towards the men. What do you do? Run towards your enemy. Run towards them. He ran, David hasted and ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. Next verse. David put his hands in his bag, took thence a stone and slung it and smote the Philistine in his forehead and the stone sunk in to the, the, the stone. I'm in Boy, what strength does a, a 17 year old boy have to sling a stone that will knock? Do you know how tough this core is? Knock it and open it, and the stone went into his brain. Somebody said, The Lord. That's what I'm talking about. The Lord. The Lord is with you. The Lord is working with you. I said, The Lord is with you. Just have faith in the fact that the Lord is with you. The Lord is with me. When I enter that exam hall, the Lord is with me. When I'm going for the interview, the Lord is with me. When I'm going to get that tender, the Lord is with me. Anything I'm going to do, the Lord is with me. I entered ministry knowing the Lord is with me. The Lord is with me. I don't talk like any other person. No, I don't. When I want to do anything, I don't consider anything else but the Lord. I just know the Lord is with me. And that gives me confidence to keep moving. To keep moving. When we were standing this building and building the youth hall, Chooks, my brother, is in service. Where is he? Is he here? Where is Chooks? Where is Chooks? Is he in church? Tell Chooks to come. He's, I've warned him not to keep running up and down. Please call Chooks inside the hall. What is wrong with Chooks? He needs help. Church, Chooks said to me, can we not, let's stop the youth hall. Let's do the building only. We can't do this thing. You, man, do you know how many things you are doing in this time? Let's stop. I say, listen, stopping one or the other, if, even if we have to do it now, you guys are in account. You know how much we have. Which one can you? The money we have can't do even the one we are doing. It can't do one. So let's keep the two moving. Were they not finished before conference? About church, listen, man. Look at your neighbor, say advance. Stop, stop thinking, man. You, you think too much. Just take a step. Get out of the boat. 2023 is coming. Church. I don't want you to sit where you are sitting now. God forbid. Why sit we here till we die? 
why sit we here? I refuse for, be, for you to be like this again at the end of next year. Somebody say, God forbid. Say it like you are serious. God forbid. I refuse. I refuse for me to be the same. What does it take? Lord, I'm getting into your word. I need to get a word from God. I'm getting into prayer. I need to hear from my father. I need to draw close to him. Lord, show me this thing. There is something this man knows I, I need to know. Amen, somebody. I mean, when you hear some people talk, you will know that they have met with God. And church, you need to rise up, man. You can't be the same again. No. I am. Listen, when are we going to take over territories for Jesus? When is God going to commit this nation into our hands? Right now, we are led by unbelievers. Let's not lie to ourselves. We are led by what? Unbelievers. We saw COVID, how they threw the church up and down. When are we going to be the decision makers? When are we going to have born-again Christians as presidents? When are we going to have them as ministers? When are we going to have decision-making men and women that will make decisions for the kingdom, not for themselves? But their money will start failing them. When are we going to have that? When are we going to have them? Are we going to still stay here, sit here while decisions are being made for us? Where we can't sit down and make decisions for God? We don't want it to get to a point where one day a president will arise that knew not Joseph and decide he's going to close churches. I don't need churches. He's going, we should, we shouldn't, we should pray we don't get there. We should pray. But you see, it has to take you and I to arise. Let's arise. Arise from the place where depression and oppression has kept you. It's time to forcefully advance. That's why you come to church. So that your mind will be renewed. So that you know that God is with you. So that when you make decisions for next year, you are not making it like last year. That you make decisions knowing the Lord is with you. Say that the Lord does not save by spear, nor by sword, nor by shield. That the Lord can take you to heights untold just because you have decided and made up your mind that I will forcefully advance. I will advance the kingdom. And I thank God for those men that they were kingdom men. When they got the blessing, they didn't only get it for themselves. They say, we do wrong today. Let's go to the household of the king and let them know. Is there anybody seeking God? You are praying to God, Lord, make me a billionaire next year so that I can bless the kingdom. I can raise people. I can employ people, get them out of poverty. Is there anybody trusting God and saying, Lord, 2023 is going to be a year of greatness for me because I've made up my mind that I'm a kingdom man. I'm a kingdom giant. I came to the earth to fulfill a purpose. The reason why I'm getting this is because others must be blessed. Is there anybody saying, next year, Lord, I want you to bless me. I have a desire to build or give away five houses next year to family that don't, that don't have accommodation. I want you to raise me up so that for the sake of the kingdom. David, Joseph said to his brothers, you thought you sold me to slavery. 
No, you meant it for evil. What happened? The Lord turned it for my good. The Lord turned it for my good. He knew that those guys, everything that he went through was orchestrated by God. God himself orchestrated every move. He made his father send him to his brothers to go and find out how they are doing. The brothers saw him. He had already told them the dream. The brothers hated him. The brothers wanted to kill him out of all of them. One person. God will raise you one person. In the midst of enemies, even among your enemies, God will raise you one person. One of them said, no, let us not shed blood. Let us sell him. Or they put him in the pit. And as they were there, the Ishmaelites were coming. God made, he orchestrated everything. The Ishmaelite traders came at the right time. The people that would give him free transportation to purpose. Hi. Somebody is in the pit today and you are crying. Not knowing that the Lord orchestrated that pit. Somebody right now, you are being sold to slavery. The Ishmaelites are carrying you to the slave market. And you thought God has forgotten me. You thought God has abandoned me. Somebody is in the slave market. And Potiphar shows up in the slave market to buy you. And you thought, God, where are you? Father, how come you have left me? Somebody is in that situation. And you are thinking, God, where are you? And Potiphar bought you. Now you get to Potiphar's house. His wife likes you. And now through, because she likes you, you refuse to do evil. They throw you into prison. And you are saying, God, where are you? All of them were all orchestrated that it might be fulfilled. Ah, somebody will fulfill the plan of God for your life. I say you will fulfill what is written about you. I say you shall fulfill God's purpose for your life. As you enter next year, you will accomplish purpose. In the name of Jesus Christ, did you receive the word of the Lord today? Put your hands together for the Lord. Glory to God. Ah, Jesus, I want you to please be encouraged today that all hope is not lost. Oh yes, all hope is not lost. The Bible said, they that serve the Lord, I think it was in the book of Malachi, they speak among themselves. They speak one to another. They were asking themselves, is there any profit in serving or fearing God? They speak amongst themselves. And the Bible says, when God heard them, a book of remembrance. Somebody say, book of remembrance. A book of remembrance is about to be opened for someone. Your book of remembrance will be opened in this season. And the Lord shall remember every good work that you have carried out for his kingdom's sake. This coming year is our year of accelerated move of God. There will be so mighty move of God in your life that the Bible says your head will spin. One blessing after another. One grace after another. One promotion after another. One lifting after another. Did you receive the word of the Lord today? I want us to rise up on our feet as we pray. Forcefully advance. Lord, grace to advance into 2023. Grace to advance forcefully. I receive it. Are you ready to pray? Begin to pray now. Open your mouth. Father, give me grace to advance forcefully. Grace to advance. I'm tired of sitting in one place. Why sit we here till we die? Why do I sit here till I die? Father, grace to advance. 
oh God, grace to take territories, grace to advance the kingdom. My Father, give me grace, oh God, to advance the purpose of God on the earth. That Father, I will not just go into 2023 thinking of myself. That the plan, the purpose, the will of God will be advanced because of me. Lord, grace to advance dimensions of the kingdom. Let that grace be released upon me. Let it be released upon you, O God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we are asking you, O God, for grace. Grace for forceful advancement. Somebody pray in the name of Jesus. Grace for forceful advancement. Lord, I refuse to be the same as I was in 2022, in 2023. I refuse, oh God. I refuse, I refuse, I refuse. Why sit we here till we die? If we go to the enemy's camp, we may die or they may spare us. If we sit here, we will die, my God. But both ways, I choose to advance. David hasted towards the Philistine. He hasted towards the armies of the Philistine. Somebody receive grace tonight. Receive grace tonight. Receive grace to advance. Receive grace to press forward. Receive grace to break through walls. He says, I shall leap over a wall. I shall break through a troop. In the name of Jesus, the Lord shall make your feet like a hand's feet. He shall make your feet like a hand's feet. You shall leap over the wall. You shall leap over walls. In the name of Jesus, you will break through troops. In the name of Jesus, you will break through the garrison of the Philistines. In the name of Jesus Christ, somebody pray. Receive grace tonight. Receive grace to forcefully advance. Mashaka pata la barakote meneke frita ambraka paya brandekete masorobo shebradi zabarante embraka balakata ya bragada labada. My God, I receive grace. I receive grace. Mashede belegada bayana managede bodi arabarus embrondo bosu brande gebredi gada branda yada branda gada bayada ba mande de 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 boshi gabraga bayada brande Somebody pray, pray tonight. God is releasing grace upon you tonight. You begin to go through things that you thought were impossible. You begin to achieve things that you thought were impossible. God will use you to do things that you thought were impossible. In the name of Jesus, receive grace tonight. Shataka baya, baroko saketo, embrakapela gabrande kemerita. Holy Ghost, grace tonight, grace. Grace upon grace. Somebody believe God for grace. Receive grace tonight to advance the purposes of the kingdom. To advance the purposes of God. 
in the name of Jesus receive grace receive grace receive grace to forcefully advance the kingdom in 2023 to forcefully advance the will of God for your life in 2023 the enemy shall hear a noise concerning you I said the enemy will hear a noise about your finances he will hear a noise about your job he will hear a noise about your business he will hear a noise about your marriage and family he will hear a noise about your ministry God will cause your enemies to hear a noise 2023 is already hearing your noise open your mouth and receive grace Holy Ghost Yes Let 2023 hear my noise Let 2023 hear my noise Yes Let it hear the noise of this ministry Cause 2023 to hear my noise, oh God. I shall forcefully advance the kingdom of God. I shall forcefully advance the purpose of God in South Africa. I shall forcefully advance the will of God in South Africa in the name of Jesus Christ. Shayabando Kosa, Malika Brake Falamante, Embrekete Kalabradagaya, Rekosa Feleketo, Ereke Badaya Barante, Perekusa Bila Katola, Perika Soke Felekete, Embrekete. Rake Bataskola Batwa and Kaparagada Yabrandekete Shayabala Katosa Bara Sekete Zekise Isekebelikote Kuse Embrakataya Holy Ghost I receive grace I receive grace somebody pray somebody cry out to God Why sit we here till we die? Why sit we here till we die? Shakata Bayada Badakata Rakabada ya brakata, shateke belekete, embrekete kele brendekete, ratoko saparata, parase kolekete, lake palika so brakata, embrada kabaya da brandekete kele brendekero, radeka shada baya, parade koshade balakata. Heavenly Father, we come into 2023 to forcefully advance the kingdom of God as a ministry as your people and as individuals today we declare to 2023 hear ye the word of the lord house of treasures ministries has arisen today to advance the purpose of god in this nation in south africa House of Treasures has risen to advance the will of God in South Africa. House of Treasures has risen in 2023 to advance the kingdom of God, to forcefully advance the kingdom in the name of Jesus Christ. And I declare none of you shall be defeated. I say none of you shall be defeated. None of you shall be defeated. The last defeat you experience is the last you will ever know in the name of Jesus Christ that grace to advance God's purpose on earth receive it today receive grace to advance the kingdom of God receive grace to advance the purpose of God for your life receive grace to advance the will of God in the name of Jesus father we give you glory blessed be your holy name in Jesus name we pray and the church say amen did you receive the word of the Lord I pray that this word has gotten to you the way it got to me. 
I will not sit here till I die. I will forcefully advance in 2023. I will forcefully advance. Somebody say amen to that.